Welcome to the Antioch Initiative Podcast, a podcast focused on the unreached of the world and topics related to seeing the unreached discipled in Christ's kingdom. In this episode, Nick is connecting with Daryl and Sarah, who work with Muslims in the Central Eurasia or Silk Road region. They share updates on the state of the region and how we can pray with them. Hi, I'm Nick with the Antioch Initiative, and I'm privileged today to be talking with Daryl and Sarah from the Silk Road. Daryl and Sarah, thanks for joining us today. Hey, Nick. Thanks for having us. Hey, you know, around the world, uh, COVID-19 is in the news. Would you mind just sharing a little bit about what's happening in your part of the world uh, in regards to COVID-19? Sure. We'd love to do that. Uh, the Silk Road is, is this section of land that kind of spans the gap between China and Europe. So if you're thinking about a map and you can picture uh, Italy or Greece or something like that, you can picture the end of the Mediterranean Sea. Uh, we are kind of just to the east of that. Or if you're thinking about China, we are off the west end of China um, wow. in that gap between China and Europe. And so we are very close to the origins of the coronavirus. And uh, some of our countries are also bordering some of those nations that had early outbreaks. So Iran was one of these countries that had a really early massive outbreak of coronavirus, even uh, over a month ago, a month and a half ago, there was already a big outbreak going on there. They say numerous countries have their very first cases traced to Iran rather than directly back to China. And some of our countries are affected by it as well. So we have uh, colleagues working in places like Azerbaijan, and they have had a pretty decent ongoing community transmission kind of outbreak there for uh, at least six weeks now. Uh, some of our other countries, though, most of our countries, so if you think about Turkey, which is there on the southeast corner of Europe, right. uh, or if you think about the Central Asian nations, the Central Asian states that are just kind of just west of China or just north of Iran, places like Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, uh, and Uzbekistan, for example, those have all had more recent outbreaks of coronavirus in them. And so uh, all three of those countries, Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, and Uzbekistan, have had ongoing outbreak and spread only for the past uh, three to four weeks. Uh, so it's been pretty, pretty short in these countries. Uh, they all did a pretty good job of shutting down uh, borders. or not shutting down, but, but creating restrictions on borders pretty early on. And as soon as they had cases, they isolated people and they started tracking down everybody that uh, had been in contact with those people. And so all three of those countries have done a pretty good job of of just kind of tracking this thing. And we are here in Kyrgyzstan growing at a rate of a few cases a day. Uh, and so, you know, in the neighborhood of kind of 5 to 10% growth per day sure. in terms of the number of identified cases, Kazakhstan and, and Uzbekistan have larger populations. They're growing a bit faster. Right. Uh, okay. On the other end of the Silk Road in Turkey, uh, things have taken off in the past three or four weeks, and they have uh, tens of thousands of cases now, and it's pretty pretty serious situation there. Wow. Well, you know, in the midst of this difficult time, um, God is still God, and, you know, he works all things together for good, even in the midst of hard circumstances. I So I... I know God is working. Would you mind sharing something, some way that you've heard, some stories you've heard or experienced or something that's happening even in the midst of this challenging time for the kingdom? 
Yeah, I'm going to get Sarah to share something, but uh, while she's kind of prepping that in her mind, one of the things that is happening in many of our countries is we have uh, enforced isolation, enforced uh, lockdown situations going on. So here in Kyrgyzstan, we're almost at three weeks of uh, what they call an emergency standing, emergency footing. Uh, And that means that we are only allowed to go outside to go grocery shopping, to go to the pharmacy, to go to the bank, to go to the hospital, basically. And we have in the particular city that I live in, we also have a curfew at night. And so you can't go outside at night at all. And lots of our countries are affected by uh, measures like this and have been affected for at least a few weeks now. And so that's creating a kind of interesting situation for us to work in. And, uh, but it also creates some, some cool opportunities for, for people to interact and share. Sarah? Yeah, uh, I, would, I would even add to that. It has affected us in some ways very personally in that way, in that I was traveling to Turkey at the, before these lockdowns were put into place for any of our countries except for Azerbaijan. But I flew out of Kyrgyzstan uh, on March 12th, actually. And just for a four-day weekend to have some meetings in Istanbul and found that within about 36 hours of landing here, uh, the border in Kyrgyzstan was starting to shut down. And in a matter of days, uh, they've, they've closed the land borders and pretty quickly uh, shut down almost all commercial flights to just a trickle. And at this time, there are no commercial flights in and out of out of Kyrgyzstan. And that we found in a lot of our countries to be the case. So you have a situation where a lot of our, our teams that are in uh, these countries that we mentioned across the Silk Road, having the experience a bit of, of something like being trapped in an elevator and so you have this sense of, well, there's the, first of all, you, you have closed borders or no flights. And then also uh, governments that, that really for the sake of the people, it's, it's in many ways a Hail Mary for them because their, their healthcare systems could not handle the, uh, the weight that, for instance, the U.S. healthcare system could handle. And even they are being stressed. Uh, the U.S. is. And so uh, countries with with quite a bit of wisdom said, well, we won't. We'll do everything we can to not get to that point. And so I have been on uh, kind of a, a lockdown in Istanbul, which even over this last weekend, we weren't allowed to leave even for grocery stores. Uh, anyone who left their home would be fined. Uh, so it's a it's a very unique situation to do ministry in. Sure. But at the same time, it's it's been uh, as as with all things that are unique. God often opens up unique opportunities, sure. and that's just been incredible uh, for a lot of our people. Um, for one, uh, we have all taken to utilizing WhatsApp to the best of our abilities and sure. other programs like that, and even with status updates and Instagram and Facebook, just communicating what our hope is in Christ. Sure. And man, how cool is it as well to think about even who is our provider and, and who do we live for? And 
what is our, our purpose here on earth? And this has just been such a clarifying experience uh, for our own people. And, and out of that overflow of knowledge and understanding and even thanksgiving to God for the life that he's given us, out of that, people are, are sharing on their ele- electronic devices sure. <laughs> who God is to them and who he, uh, h- how much he means to them. And many of our people are experiencing their, their friends or even just acquaintances that they've met and struck up a conversation with about Jesus on the street. We encourage them to reach out and ask for a phone number. If the conversation was really excellent, if they notice that this person is hungry and would like to learn more about Jesus. Yes. So some of our people have gathered phone numbers for uh, two, three, four, five, six years. Yeah. And they're just saved to their contacts. And they are also in their WhatsApp uh, contacts and right. in their Instagram accounts and different places like that. And so we've been kind of partnering extravagant amount of time in prayer sure. for these people in our contact lists. And then also just kind of throwing seed out there sure. and seeing, or maybe better, like almost like fishing in, in a water hole, like you seeing, okay, who will bite when I just throw a verse out there or throw a truth about God out there. Right. And Many people are finding that their time on these platforms is exponentially increased as people are bored sitting at home, locked into their homes with their phones in their hands and striking up conversations about Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Like you said, there's, there's new opportunities in the midst of this crisis and praise God for the open doors he's giving. That's, that's wonderful. Well, you know, the big part of this um, podcast, which is for part of Run for the Unreached, uh, which I didn't announce at the beginning, I just realized, but yeah, this is for the event that's coming up on April the 25th. People are going to be running, walking, and praying. And so we want to ask you to please give some prayer points for people uh, to pray over as they are participating in Run for the Unreached. Yeah, we we definitely want, I think it's fun as you're, as you're running or walking um, to think about those those ideas of motion, um, we're really praying for uh, believers who are all across these Muslim nations uh, to walk in peace and to walk in provision from God, to walk in wisdom. A lot of them are, uh, we have a lot of believers who maybe are the only believer in their family, uh, or maybe there's a, a few of them, but not many out of their relatives. And in this season, uh, a lot of people are are gathering back where family is, right? They're back home where where their relatives are, right? And so to be able to walk in wisdom uh, in front of their family members, and that they would be light in that kind of situation, where you know often maybe they live in a different city or or their and, and so their faith isn't as visible to their family in that same kind of way. Um, praying for for believers from these nations to yes. uh, just to really walk in faith and provision from God would be a, a huge one for us right now. Okay, let's just pause a, a moment here before we go to number two. In case people want to put pause on your phone or your player. Yeah, great. Yeah, Dale or Sarah, if you could go ahead and share another. We're just trying. To, I forgot to mention if you could just pause between each request just briefly. Yeah, that's great. Sounds good, Sarah. Yeah, let's pray for just an infilling of the Holy Spirit in this time in believers as they spend time alone in prayer 
that the Holy Spirit would meet them in ways and empower them, uh, that they would have moments like Paul did on the road or like the dreams and the visions and the revelations from God and that the Holy Spirit would fall on them in mighty ways, uh, that they would emerge out of this time uh, with just an infilling in him. We're having lots of conversations with seekers during this season, people who are asking questions about the second coming of Jesus or about God and judgment and things like that. And so um, just lots of conversations with people who have Bibles or who have version or something like that on their phones. And so we're praying for people to come to know Jesus, that he would reveal himself, that uh, his word would reveal him to them, uh, that he would visit people in dreams and visions that that as we share scripture or we interact with people, um, that people would come to know Jesus and be filled with the spirit. Amen. I would add that in these, especially in these nations where healthcare is not adequate enough, um, that God would heal the sick and raise up the dead at the prayers of the believers. Amen. That that would be a, a sign and an accompaniment to the gospel being shared. Yes. That's right. Amen. Do you, maybe if there's one more uh, prayer request. I've got can... one more. I've got okay. one oh, come more. On. Yep. I have one more too. Oh, okay. Can we do two more? Now? All right, two more. Then it was, all right. <laughs> all right, Daryl. You okay? I'll go first. Uh, pray that uh, people in the church world, in Christendom, in places where the gospel is, like the United States and Australia and Germany and the the global South, would be called to the unreached during this time. That there would be a sense of. Uh, a real stirring within people's hearts as they wonder, what am I living for during these days that mm -hmm. God would birth a deep mm -hmm. gut down, deep calling to the unreached and that he would raise up his people to go to these places that are in the dark. Amen. And then, maybe connected with that. Um, <clears throat> we've been reading a lot of scripture and, and praying a lot ourselves. And I noticed that Jesus in Luke chapter four goes into the wilderness uh, led by the spirit. And he comes out of the wilderness in the power of the spirit. And we feel like we were led by the spirit to be here. And I think we all probably around the world feel a little bit like we're in the wilderness right now. And we're praying that we have a, uh, a holy and, and faithful experience in the wilderness like Jesus did so that as we emerge out of the wilderness, we would walk in the power of the spirit and see God do amazing things in central Eurasia in along the Silk Road. Amen. Yeah. Hey, Daryl, um, as a conclusion, would you uh, pray over us all over those who are listening to the podcast that God would do that, that he would in the midst of this season pour his spirit out, just as you just shared, and fill us with his power so that we're 
ready to be launched into whatever God has next for us. Yeah, I'd love to. Gracious God, you are so awesome. You're so mighty, so powerful. You are creator and redeemer, and yet you are also so good. And you, uh, you hear us, you pay attention to us, you love us, you're gracious to us. We thank you, oh God. God, we thank you for the opportunity to, uh, to know you by name, to uh, walk with your spirit present in our lives, uh, to, to follow after your guiding, to be used of you, to serve in your kingdom. And God, we do ask as we, as we all sit in, in a situation that is just really odd and it's just, we're not quite sure how to handle it. We're not quite sure uh, what it means or, or, or how, it'll, how it'll turn out. We don't know if things will be fine and normal in a month or in six months or we just don't. We're, we're in the wilderness, oh God. And uh, as we think about Jesus as he went into the wilderness and he uh, faced temptation from the devil and he fasted and he prayed and he came out of that experience full of the power of your spirit. Jesus, we want to walk through this wilderness well, like you did. We want to, we want to walk through this wilderness in holiness and in faithfulness and in love for you, full of your spirit. And we want to walk out of this wilderness full of the power of your spirit to see you move in this world. So God, I pray as we are running or jogging or walking today in this, in this walkathon is, uh, as as we're wrapping up our day here in Central Asia, thinking about um, thinking about this event that's coming up, God, I ask that you would help us, fill us with your Spirit, O oh God. Use us, O oh God, for your kingdom. Use us for your glory. Use us to be a blessing to your world. I thank you, O oh God, for how good you are to us. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Thank you, Daryl. Thank you, Sarah. God bless you both.